You're listening to teaching from Castle Hills Christian Church in San Antonio, Texas. More information about Castle Hills Christian Church is available at chccsa.com. Merry Christmas. I know the Morgans on Christmas Day, we tend to wake up, we eat an amazing breakfast. My, my wife makes a breakfast casserole, French toast, biscuits and gravy. I mean, it is just amazing. And then we tend to spend the rest of the day with our extended family where we eat some more and we'll sing. Well, I don't sing, but people who are more talented than I am will sing and play instruments, we'll play games. And we'll just have a good time loving on each other. Today is special though because Christmas falls on Sunday and we get to worship with our church family. And so I'm so glad that you joined us today and so that we can worship together. We've been in a series called Christmas at the Movies. And one of the first movies I remember watching as a child that was, a, that was Christmas related was Charlie Brown Christmas. Some of you know that story well. Charlie Brown's a little sad around Christmas. He's trying to figure out what the true meaning of Christmas is. And he thinks it's beyond the presents and everything else. And he's on the search trying to figure it out. He, he goes to Lucy and pays her a nickel and says, well, what can I do to kind of get more in the Christmas spirit? And, and Lucy says, get involved with some Christmas activities. Why don't you become the director of the Christmas play? And so on his way to, to lead this Christmas play, he finds out how some people view Christmas. Lucy wants to be the Christmas queen. And Snoopy has his dog, or his dog house decorated with lights and, and wants to win money, money, money. His sister Sally wants him to write a Christmas list to Santa for lots and lots of presents. And if Santa can't bring presents, then of course he can send, send money. And so for them, he sees that Christmas is about showing off and, and getting gifts. And then he gets to the school where they're going to have the Christmas play. And, and everyone just wants to dance and play music and to party. And for them, Christmas is all about having a good time. It's about having fun. And, and, and that's what Christmas is all about. And so he's frustrated and he thinks, well, if he can just find the perfect Christmas tree... That will be the real meaning of Christmas. And so he's on this search for, for the perfect Christmas tree, and all he finds is these fake Christmas trees. They're colorful, they're all these, these things, and he just wants a wood, wooden Christmas tree, and he can only find one, and it's just this little, small, scrawny Christmas tree, and, and everyone hates it. And he's, people make fun of him for it, and, and he's frustrated, and eventually... And he says, isn't there anyone, isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? And, and then it's to the favorite, my favorite scene in the movie. There's a little boy named Linus. And he always carries a blanket around. And it's his security blanket. And he makes it part of his costume. He throws snowballs with it. He hides underneath it when he's embarrassed. But Linus says that he knows what the true meaning of Christmas is. He steps on stage and he reads or he actually quotes Luke chapter 2 verses 8 to 14 or a portion of it. He says that night there were shepherds staying in the, in the fields nearby guarding their flocks of sheep. 
And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's, Lord's glory surrounded them. And they were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid or fear not. And at this moment, it's very subtle in, uh, in the movie, Linus drops his blanket right here. He drops his blanket and it is so touching when you, when you see it. He continues to say, he said, I'll bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped in suddenly strips of cloth lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel uh, was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Eventually, Charlie Brown, he smiles, he grabs his tree, he heads out to celebrate the true meaning of Christmas, but eventually he abandons his tree but his friends end up grabbing the tree, decorating it, and then they sing, Hark the Herald Angel Sing. Legend has it that Charles Schultz, the creator and the artist of Peanuts, uh, co comics and TV shows, demanded that the scene be included with Linus in there, and that he wouldn't authorize the release of it without this scene. And I thought it was amazing that he picked that scene. He could have picked a lot of different scenes, uh, from the Christmas story, but he chose that one. And I think it was because it was important to him that this, about the shepherds receiving the angel's good news of the Savior's birth and having their fear replaced with joy and peace. I also find it interesting that Charlie Brown Christmas was written in 1965, and things weren't okay. There was a lot of uncertainty. If you remember around that time, Kennedy was assassinated uh, there was the Viet Vietnam, or Vietnam was getting bigger. And, and then you also had the march from Selma to Montgomery for voting rights and the Pettus Bridge crossing. And there was a lot of fear and uncertainty. There was also a lot of fear and un uncertainty uh, around that time during the Christmas story. You had a census going on where you had this young couple that had to travel to, to take the census, but basically to pay taxes. Mary was very much pregnant. I know that she had to have fear traveling and, and then trying to find a place to stay. If you believe Josephus, there was violent fighting among different factions within Judea. Well, we had Herod, that he was definitely insecure. And we know that he had baby boys two years and under uh, killed or assassinated. It was an uneasy time. We can relate to that, can't we? See, Jesus' birth is an invitation to fear not, to not be afraid, to drop our own security blankets. Now, four times in the Christmas story, we see those words, fear not or not, not to be afraid. To Zechariah in Luke 1, Luke 1, 13, but the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear a son, and you are to give him the name John. To, to Mary in Luke chapter 1, verses 30 to 31, but an angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. Also to Joseph, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid or fear not to take Mary as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. 
and she will give birth to a son. You are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And then also to the shepherds. We see that same line, do not be afraid. We live in a culture that is filled with fear. And fear can be a good thing at times. It can keep us safe and it can help us think through some of the consequences of our decisions. But it also can paralyze us. It can keep us from chasing our dreams and and experiencing joy. Uh, Reverend David Clark said, fear is like a toddler. He can be in your vehicle of emotions as you're headed down life's highway, but you shouldn't let him drive. That, that is, don't let fear be the primary motivator of any of your actions or attitude. When fear drives, it never turns out well. Isn't that true? When we let fear drive our life, it often leads us to the ditch. You may be thinking, well, I'm not afraid or, or fear doesn't rule me. But most of us, we have at least four different types of fears, or at least that's what psychologists say. They say that we have the fear of loss, that we, we fear losing someone close to us, family member, our kids, our parents, a best friend. And maybe we fear losing the ability to do something, fear losing our job or losing our possessions. We also fear failure. We fear uh, maybe not doing a good job uh, in uh, our career or in our job, or maybe we fear failing in our marriage or failing as a parent. We also fear rejection. We, most of us, we want people to like us, and when they don't, that hurts us, and we fear that pain. We also fear the unknown. We fear uh, what the economy is going to do. We fear... Uh, the next disaster, we fear disease and sickness, we fear uh, what's going to happen with the environment, we fear what other countries might do to the United States. We have all of these things, these uncertainties that sometimes we're fearful about. But when the angel said, do not be afraid or fear not, it's an invitation to kick fear out of the driver's seat, to reassert control of our lives and allow peace and joy to fill that space that fear previously occupied. And see, confronting fear makes tough decisions to be brave and vulnerable, to take risks and to believe in something that stretches our limits, even our emotions and our intellect. The Christmas story is so important to us as Christians because it reminds us we don't have to be afraid because God knows us and he's walking with us, that Jesus is always near. And like Linus, we all have blankets that we cling to. Sometimes it's not a blanket or a teddy bear. But sometimes it's a person, and sometimes as adults, it gets a little bit more complicated because we turn to food or we turn to other things that might not be healthy, such as shopping or other or chemicals or other unhealthy habits. We've seen people, when they're fearful, they will hoard a lot. Sometimes we become control freaks and we become unbearable to deal with. But the message of Christmas tells us that when we trust Jesus, we can drop our blanket and we can give everything to him. We can give Jesus our fears. And that's one of the things that I love about the Christmas story. In the Bible, it reminds us that Christmas isn't about all of the gifts. Giving gifts isn't a bad thing. But there's more to Christmas than giving gifts. It's more than the lights. It's more than the parties. It's even more than family. So that Jesus came into the world. And he gave his life for us. It's so beautiful. 
he gives us an opportunity to, to lay down our fears. And so that's my question for you right now, is what fears do you need to lay down? What fears do you need to give over to him? Maybe it's your health, maybe it's your family, maybe it's your safety, maybe it's your future. Maybe it's your fear for our nation or our economy. What do you need to lay down right now and give over to God?